Welcome to Netonomy's weekly podcast, where we cover everything around IoT, smart homes, cybersecurity, and cyber hygiene. My name is Leon, and I will be your host. Our guest today is none other than Ted Harrington, who drives thought leadership initiatives for ISC, the Independent Security Evaluators, security researchers and consultants widely known for being the first company to hack the iPhone. Ted is one of the organizers of IoT Village, the popular new hacking concept focused on connected devices, as well as an organizer of Soho Plessly Broken, the first ever router hacking contest at a Steam security conference, DEFCON. He's also a thought-after speaker, presenting at high-profile conferences in a range of industries, and was recently named one of San Diego's 40 under 40 business executives by SD Metro Magazine. He holds several special appointments, including to the California Governor's Cybersecurity Task Force, USC's Entertainment Technology Center, Cyber California, and several others. So with that, Ted, what a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for having me. Do you consider you live in a connected home? Uh, I would say that pretty much everybody is already at that level. Um, because the scope of what a connected device is goes beyond, I think, what most people might recognize as connected devices. Because when you start talking about routers, laptops, smartphones, uh, wearables like your Fitbit, things of that nature, it adds up pretty quickly. So even people that would not consider themselves to be in a smart home uh, would definitely qualify as having the, the metrics that you described. Um, in your experience, what percentage of disconnected devices would you say are vulnerable to hacking? Is it all of them? make a generalization about anything with saying 100% certainty. Um, but what we've seen through our security research practice, through our uh, security assessment practice, and through the events that we organize, including IoT Village, uh, we've seen that security flaws really are systemic across the connected device industry. And by that, what I'm going to say is that the data is really suggesting that um, these security issues we've seen aren't necessarily relegated to any particular device type. Like, it's not that, say, just light bulbs are a problem. It's uh, all of the devices, basically, that we've been looking at through those different channels have, to some degree, had some security problems. And we've also seen it across pretty much all of the manufacturers that we've looked at from large enterprises all the way to startups that most people hadn't heard of yet. So to answer your question in brief, I think it would be probably irresponsible to say that um, all devices in a connected home are vulnerable, but probably the, the more accurate way to think about it would be that the research has shown that in the current market, many connected devices really do have some security challenges to them. So the likelihood is high that one or more devices in a given home have uh, 
some security vulnerabilities in them. Why do you think um, this is a current situation in the market? Um, is it because of market forces or the cost of developing security solutions? Um, in your opinion, why do you think uh, we've reached uh, this point? I believe it's primarily due to market forces. Um, when you think about the evolution of any technology uh, that is transformative, you see a similar trend. So what I'm about to describe has applied when mobile, commuti mobile computing first became a thing and uh, the introduction of bring, bring your own device in an enterprise context. We've seen it with the adoption of cloud services. We're seeing it right now uh, in IoT, certainly. And it's this idea that the first stage is where someone innovates. And certainly the idea of making traditionally analog type of devices like, say, a thermostat now be able to communicate via Wi-Fi or cell connection or whatever, and things like that really spawn this Internet of Things movement, that creates the second phase where there's this rush into the marketplace where companies are providing solutions because the marketplace is thirsting to buy the solution. Mm -hmm. So really, it's, it's truly driven by economic factors where because people want to buy the things, companies will supply the things. Right. And that rush is so enthusiastic right now that it's really omitting security in many cases as part of it. Now, that's not to say in all cases. And, and I do want to make that point really clear that there mm -hmm. definitely are connected device companies that are taking security very seriously, do a great job at it. But in the aggregate, most are really getting rushed to the market without adequate security because there is this almost like a gold rush to supply solutions to satiate demand. So long way of saying that, yes, I think it's primarily market forces are driving the conditions that we're seeing right now. And do you expect this trend to continue, um, get better or, or worse? I think it will get worse before it gets better. Mm -hmm. Eventually, I think things will get better because this this progression that I was describing about what happens when transformative technologies are introduced, there's a third stage. So I talked about really these first two stages. The idea of first stage is there's innovation creates an explosion that creates a marketplace. And then the second phase is this rush into the market where solutions are introduced And security is not a development priority. The third stage, which is a very, very long stage, which is where security experts, people like our company or our peers, now eventually our message gets hammered into the, into the operating principles of the companies in these marketplaces, and they start to implement security. And over time, the marketplace overall gets to a place where it has a much better security posture. I However, it yes. takes a really long time to happen. And the before we get to that, the we're on a rocket ship right now of adoption. And mm -hmm. I did, what's going to happen is more and more companies and people are going to buy more and more connected devices, more and more different types of things are going to start having connectivity to them where they might previously not have had that thing. And that's going to lead to a, a very expanded attack surface, meaning 
there are just going to be more and more ways for attackers to attack whatever it is that they're trying to go after. And we're going to have to go through that, unfortunately, before the marketplace really starts to shift. So it will get better, I hope, uh, but it's going to get worse before it gets better. I think a great initiative that you guys at ISC are doing um, are events like the IoT Village to increase cyber awareness. Could you, could you tell us a bit about it? So for anybody who's been to a security research conference recently, including ones like DEF CON is certainly the, the most prominent security research co conference in the world, um, they have certain what's known as a village concept at them, and villages basically focus on different topics to get security researchers focused on a, an issue. And we've been working with DEF CON for a few years now to organize one of those and it's called IoT Village, and we take it beyond DEF CON. We take it to a, a number of conferences throughout the United States, um, and we're actually in discussions right now to bring to a few places around the world as well. To Tel Aviv. And basically what we do with IoT Village, uh, we actually are in discussions right now to talk about having an iteration of this in, uh, in Israel. Great. And what we do with IoT Village is we try to get together a number of security researchers and manufacturers and really collaborate on these security issues that we're seeing. And basically we'll do things like we'll have researchers come and present research that they're publishing. We'll have contests where we actually buy a bunch of devices and we say, okay, everyone, let's hack away at these and let's try to find some vulnerabilities. And we'll do contests of a more traditional capture the flag style. Um, we do press events. And basically what we're really doing is shining a spotlight on security as an important topic in this technology domain, which is, you know, in Internet of Things. And, uh, and then, of course, work with our friends in the press and media to, to publish it so that we can hopefully be that catalyst for change to shorten the life cycle from where we are today to that future state I was discussing a moment ago that is where hopefully we'll be in a more secure, resilient posture. I think that's a fascinating initiative, and, and we look forward to having it in Israel. And, and then you also guys have another event um, called So Hopelessly Broken, um, where it actually is focused on router security. Is that correct? Yes. So, so Hopelessly Broken, uh, as you mentioned earlier, was the first router hacking contest ever at DEF CON. And uh, it actually spawned out of some router hacking research that we had done Uh, immediately prior to that. And so it was broken has grown in its scope to cover other connected devices, but really its, its root is around uh, router hacking. We have a paper that we published that certainly we can share with anyone. It's available free for download from our website. And it analyzes this research that we did that was the impetus for So Hopelessly Broken. But basically what we did was we We looked at all of the major popular uh, small office, home office routers and tried to see whether they were vulnerable to remote attack, local attack, or both. And we found that every single router that we looked at was vulnerable to one or both of those issues. And um, we wound up publishing, it was about 56 different security vulnerabilities across these. It wound up being 13 different uh, router models. And then, so, so obviously broken is basically taking that 
and now getting a community of people to poke at routers and other devices. So uh, it's, it, it usually runs right alongside IoT Village. So with all of this awareness within the info, InfoSec community um, about uh, vulnerabilities, both to IoT devices and to routers, what would be some uh, heuristics you would give to the average consumer when it comes to uh, network security? So there's some, some basic things that the average consumer can do. And these are also enumerated on our website, actually where that same router hacking paper is. Okay. Uh, but to describe them in brief, there's, there's some simple things that consumers can do. So first and foremost, change the default password. When you get a router either from your internet service provider or you go by your own router or you go by any connected device, your smart thermostat, your smart light bulb, your smart TV, whatever, it's going to come with some default credentials. So those default credentials usually are pretty basic. It's usually something like admin for the username and password for the password or some derivative of, of that simplicity. But even if it looks complex, you want to change those passwords because those default credentials are basically publicly available information. And all that someone has to do is a quick Google search and they can know based on a given model what the default credentials are And then there's a tool that's known as Shodan, which is kind of like Google, like a Google search, but for connected devices. And so an attacker can just research, find these devices online, and then by knowing the default credentials can start attempting to use those. And in a huge percentage of cases, they'll be successful because people don't change the default passwords. That's actually how the Mirai botnet was successful um, last fall was by uh, exploiting the fact that people don't really change default passwords. So first and foremost, change the default credentials because it's basically like not having a password at all if you don't. Next would be to be really thinking about the need for certain elements of connectivity. Now, I do not mean to say that someone should not adopt these emerging solutions. Actually, I'm a huge advocate of where IoT is going. I want to have connectivity on all kinds of things. But it's important to think about when you're buying a device, if you're buying it for the purposes of its connectivity, great. But if you're buying it for some other functional purpose and it just so happens to have connectivity, but you don't need the connectivity, that would be a case where you might want to think about, do you need the connected version of this? Mm-hmm. Because if you're not actually going to benefit from the connectivity, all that you're doing is introducing new ways to be attacked without actually capturing any of the benefit. Uh, that's a principle that's known as um, reducing your attack surface, essentially. Mm-hmm. So those are, I think, the two primary things that the consumer, average consumer can do. There are other things that more technically stabby users could do, but I think probably within the context of this particular discussion, uh, that might be getting a little too deep. So change your passwords, guys, and make sure that you know what's connected to the internet. Um, exactly. Ted, this was really an illuminating talk. Thank you very much for your time. We know you're a best busy guy, and uh, we look forward to having you here in Israel. Visit us soon. I would very much appreciate that happening. 
Thank you very much. Have a great day. Thank you. Appreciate it. Cheers.